0: What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 94.1. And we are continuing and finishing our playthrough of Remember Me, the don't-nod-developed Capcom-published game of 2013. Today I have with me Matt. Hello, guys. And Anthony.
1: I was wrong about me.
0: Yeah. So, how many episodes of Black Mirror have you watched? Only
1: that one, still. So you... I just haven't had the time. <laughs> but hey, hey, hey! look, I loved that episode. Yeah. That episode could have gone on longer if they wanted to. Like, That could have been a movie. It's an hour long, right? Or so 45 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, it appears the ones that I engaged with in the past kind of sucked. Um, or, or just were not, like, as interesting. Um, which so, ones
0: did you watch in the past? Uh,
1: I Please tell the, me not the first one. I'm pretty sure I'd seen bits and pieces of the first one, but I don't remember it. Because I, I remember trying to watch it when it first came out and it was, like, British only, which is the first season. Um, But I don't remember what I watched, to be honest with you. Um, And that was before it kind of hit, like, peak popularity. Um, And then I'd seen... Parts of the newer ones, the dog one, bits of the dog one. I didn't finish the dog one. The mechanical dog that's chasing the people. So maybe there's a twist at the end I don't know about, but it was just like not for me from what I saw. And the one where um, people's minds are put into inanimate objects.
0: That happens in a museum. Oh, the museum.
2: Yeah, it's like weirdly. uh, The desert themed one. Yeah, with the, with the girl that's on the, on the road. I think so. Yeah, like it's a
1: museum, and then there's like th- that you kind of see pieces of like. Give me a second. It was.
0: So um, that that is a anthology episode, and you appreciate it more if you've watched all the other episodes previous because he references the other episodes.
1: Oh. Um, yeah. Because. I remember the idea interesting me, and then it was like, oh, okay, huh.
0: So, Matt, you have a problem with the first episode of Black Mirror?
2: Yeah, I think that is the worst introduction to such a good series I I could have ever imagined. It doesn't represent any of the other episodes. It doesn't represent really the themes. It goes way political. I don't know. It's just so strange to me to start with that episode. (sighs) I've recommended Black Mirror to people, and they basically said, yeah, I started watching it, it was about a pig fucker, and then I couldn't watch anymore.
0: Okay, so I actually really liked that episode. And I think it goes with the theme. I mean, obviously, Black Mirror wants to push the whole technology can be a bad thing, and it was all about, you know, modern day kind of thing, where Twitter and, you know, other social media can
1: really ruin somebody. Okay, yeah, it's black Museum, yeah, is what it was called, so now it makes sense that you say that that that's kind of what it's for, but yeah, it just it was like mm. okay um what i I will say um is that uh, I totally see how you drew the parallels between that episode, um the entire history of you and remember me, yeah, um. What I think I first of all the acting in it was great. Um but I, I what I think what really got me was it did it did stay away from that sort of technology is bad. Um I guess the thought process I had in my head about what the show was. And this was more of a do you not see how technology can be abused and like yeah. just feed into the shit that we deal with? And I was I was impressed by that. Um,
2: but I do like. Yeah, things. it's it's a much more psychological show than t- technology's Bed.
1: Yeah, uh, so I was wrong. You know, it, it's hard to when you when, knowing the episodes. I, I I have definitely watched it. It was like again the robot dog, and uh, black museum, and I was like, okay. And I know what happens in the Ashley O episode or whatever, and that does not interest me at all. Um, but. Uh, that's the um, Miley Cyrus one. Yeah, I, I I know what happens in that, and that does not interest me in the slightest. Um, but like it, it, it's it's. I think the issue is is that like unlike the Twilight Zone where there's so many episodes, right? Like this is a show that doesn't have nearly as many, so it's easier to be like the series is bad by watching like a few episodes, um, and like. You know, so I, I was wrong, is basically what I was saying. Well, so. yeah,
2: yeah. it is definitely uneven. I think that...
1: Yeah, but so is the Twilight I, I Zone. That's it's tr- just it, So is the Twilight yeah. Zone, right? So it's just, it's one of those things, though, there's so much of the Twilight Zone that it's easier to overlook that. Um, you yeah. know, you have two bad experiences in, what, a show that has six episodes per season, and there's only five seasons, so it's like 30 episodes or whatever. So it's it's just, yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, clearly I wrote the show off way too quickly. It doesn't help that when people hype shit up, I'm like, instantly going, I don't know if I can know about this. So I probably didn't go in with the best intentions, but it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, I, I watched Black Mirror not knowing it was an anthology series. So after watching the the Prime Minister, well.
2: Like I, a pig?
1: Have sex with a pig. Yeah,
2: I didn't hate the episode. I just don't think it's the... the... The most representative episode. I,
1: I think. I think the the unfair nature of that one is that that um, that is the one too because that was around the time where they were saying the British Prime Minister fucked the pig, so it's like, eh, you know, the commentary on that as well, and I don't know, just. Again, one of those things where I was wrong, and I'll admit that I was wrong. I, I mean, do I like certain episodes and hate other ones? Well, I really liked the entire history of you. I think that was a great episode of a TV show. Um, like, again, that could have been its own series and <laughs> worked up to that, but, um, you know, maybe that would have been bad. I don't know. No. No, it's bad and, like, overstate its welcome. This game, about halfway through. Wow. <laughs> Where we pick up. That's a fucking segue for you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, before we even get into that, I think all three of us at one point talked to each other saying, I think I liked the later half of this game than I did the first half. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, well, we'll get into it. Uh, We need to, I mean,
1: generally, we can just say, like, the game game stopped throwing just tons of combat in. I don't know, man. There was still a lot of combat, but it didn't... Eventually, it was just like, we get it, no more... Like, we're going to stop just throwing hordes of leapers. There's less leapers that go invisible. Like, um, you know, it was easier, I found overall but i also bought the dlc for this game just to see if it would help power through it and it did to some extent so
2: yeah see i also just felt like i got better at the combat you know between them giving you more more options right and like because the the ongoing delay to the combat was having to wait for cooldowns but the more options you have the more you can cycle through them a little, little bit And go off more times per combat. So I I don't know. I just felt like I was getting better at it and I had more tools at my disposal. So I'm not – you know. I I guess I didn't really have a thought on whether there was more or less or the combat itself was better or not. I just felt better about it. I I felt like I could handle them more easily. I, I felt like occasionally I would get ganged up on and I would have to sit up and be like, oh, shit. I better pay attention now or I'm going to die, actually die. And so not, I, I don't know that I ever did die, but I, I did feel that there was a little bit of fear instilled in me in some of the fights when it, when it gets a little crazy and, you know, you're fighting them in the camera and the closed space and, you know, all the things we mentioned last week. But, but I don't know. I just generally felt more powerful and more competent at the fighting, and that overall colored my impression of the combat better. So – I decided that
1: uh, I was going to buy a DLC, which is like a bunch of Street Fighter moves. Um, and by that I mean <laughs> it's just like, what, uh, you know the um, like the chain? Uh, it's like there's the t- the cooldown, there's the health, there's the attack slash break, um, and then there's yeah. like the chain at the bottom. That yeah, The further purple. it is, the know this is the blue um the purples the cool down okay. cool down um, yeah so so the blue the blue chain attacks um the further they are in the combo the more damage they do but they also i think um increase the uh power of whatever was before it yes mm-hmm. so my standard combo became xxx and the last x was um A combo on a health pack, so I would do. I would get a massive amounts of health. So fighting the um, guards that you can't hit without taking damage, I would just spam that consistently and just end up with more health than I started when I hit them. And then my Y X Y X Y was Y standard power power and then two combo chain ones. So it would do this massive damage and um, I would I would fly through battles that way. My cooldown was X, Y, Y, X, Y, Y. All my cooldowns were that because the DLC packs gave you a bunch of the chains which were the Street Fighter moves. So um, You'd get uh, Shoryuken. Um, what was Guile's Kick? Flash Kick. Flash Kick and the chun like... Uh, kick. Upside down windmill kick. Yep. Yeah. So you get those those and then you got like some other basic um like combo string sort of attacks. So it, it did it did help um fly through mm-hmm. the rest of this game. Um it's not like press X to win, um, but it's it was helpful.
0: Well um I'm trying to imagine where we left off. It's been... I don't know. Um, we were chasing down... Oh, I'm God. So the last thing we did was remix the... Uh, we, we remixed the past memory of... Uh, accidentally... Well, not accidentally. We got a guy to kill himself.
2: As that, one does. Yes. And, yeah, as the good guy usually does. Induce do suicide.
0: Yes and uh well we get our memories back or part of our memories back that was the whole thing we got part of our memories back uh and we realized oh we did something really horrible but we don't have all our memories um so the next thing we do they're forcing us to go back to
1: the prison right no no you are going into um give me a second no, uh, you're going to uh, remix the CEO of Memorize's uh, memory.
0: We do that first and then go to the prison?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you end up going back to the flooded area. So they do bring that back, thankfully. Uh Of <laughs> right. the rich uh, St. Saint Michel, St. Saint Michael, or whatever they pronounced it, uh, area of town that you flooded early on. Right. You're going back through that. And I do like the look of the ruined... Flooded, rich part of town,
0: yeah, I think it looks pretty good. There's a lot of uh parkour going on around here, yep um and I'm just, God, I'm blanking here, man, I'm blanking on like do we have a boss at this section?
1: no, so you fight the you kind of have to run away from um uh the stupid uh s- chief of security guy who's yeah, flying a yeah, okay. jet That's right the helicopter yeah. guy Um and for the most part it's easy um you're just kind of moving panels around uh to block the shots and stuff and it it was a big long parkour section and then there was a specific part where you have to run across this glass floor that he shoots out and I fell through that floor a couple times until I knew where to run. Um, yeah. But it was a it was just a like trial
2: and error segment almost. Um, yeah, the section was fine, but I couldn't help but think that it was more exciting uncharted.
1: I mean, a lot of stuff is more exciting than this game, I'm going to be honest, <laughs> just in general. <laughs>
0: So, um, you, you brought up the fact that you were like, you you see a plot hole. I remember you mentioning that on when you were talking to me.
1: Yeah. So, so, um, at one point you, you realize you're going to have to steal this guy's memory to get into memorize. I believe that's the case, but he's also chasing you down and so the, the, there's a stealth segment where you kind of have to figure out how to get him to push. Like, he's, he's sort of looking for you because he doesn't know where you've gone, but he knows you're in the area. So he's kind of, like, got a sweeping light across. And, of course, if you step in the light, he'll shoot you, and then you have to restart. Um, and so you have to turn on the fan. The fan turns on. And then you have to sneak by him, climb up. And while he's looking the wrong direction, you jump onto this helicopter, and she steals one of his memories. Yes. And I said to Drew, why, when you're stealing the memory, why don't you just erase the memory of you? This this whole game could have been circumvented if she just would be like, this person doesn't exist anymore. Um... Like there's there's some, like like all this memory remixing and like there's just these small moments of like you could literally just change things and they're like well I'm gonna remix this memory and make this person think this it's like well you could like to convince um, Olga uh, what Olga. Like we could have just remixed it that she never met her husband. Like, what what difference would it make, really? You were you're not an assassin. Like, why why did we have to remix it so she thinks that Memorize killed her husband instead of just remixing it to be like you don't work for Memorize at all? You know, you did this bounty never happened. Like, it, there's so many options. It's just like the. What a weird thing. Like, there's no arbitrary reason ever described of why you access certain memories and not others.
0: I mm, mean, it's true.
1: Yeah,
2: I guess that's the only reason I gave it kind of a pass there, is that it, it's not like they've set up rules and then broken them. It's just that they never explain how this really works. So... Well,
1: so so, furthermore, it's like when you're remixing a memory, like, why is the arbitrary... like Like, I get it. Puzzle-wise, it's neat. But, like why do we arbitrarily have to work within the realm of what happened anyways like it's just these weird things of like well no you have to make it so in this particular scenario this happens and i'm like why this scenario why like it started to make me think of like because because what ends up happening is she steals this guy's memory it's not a memory remix segment it's just stealing a memory and the Plane starts to spiral. And he's, he's he's swearing at her type of thing. Like I'll get you. you. And it's like, what? Why does he remember that? Like, w- wouldn't you just fry his brain at that point? Like, he's not a good person. He's gonna crash that. It was it was just it was like okay. Th- this game has now like made me question its rules, and that was kind of an error. Like it shouldn't have. It should have never posed that question. Anyways, um, I mean we it, get him to memorized.
0: Yeah, we we get we meet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, we we get hit. We get him. The whole reason why we steal his memory is so that we can get that code to open the door.
2: I did um, kind of like all those sections.
0: Like the puzzles. Those, what
2: two or three sections where we? Yeah, the puzzles. Uh, they weren't overly hard, but. The riddles, yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know. And there weren't that many of them, but you know, I'd hold that up next to the to the memory changing as well, right? Right. They're they're pretty good. There's not that many of them, and I, I guess just collectively, they were something different to do that was a enjoyable break from the repetitive combat. True.
0: Sure. it makes no sense also- that they would have these puzzles in this place, but you know, whatever
2: yeah yeah exactly. It didn't really make any sense, but I don't know i I just kind of liked solving them yeah why is there, why is there so
0: many puzzles in the Rackham city police station <laughs> who who designed a police station that way?
1: Well, to be fair they they explain that it's an old um church or whatever that's how they're I think they're trying to get away with that. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> well, they 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 later explain why because it's whatever uh, people that made the Spencer Mansion and stuff. Like it's just, nah, anyways. Yeah. Um. This is also the 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 chapter where we are introduced to the enemies that you hit and you take damage when you hit them. I absolutely <laughs> despise these guys. You can't shut them down with the. Uh, the thing, and then they, they introduce, right before you enter, um, they introduce the, here's, well, technically, before you go on the run from the guy in the, um, I the gunship. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he you in, he introduces you to the, here's a guy that has two leapers on a chain.
2: Yeah.
1: If you hit him again, you have, it's just, it's just like, stop, stop adding more bullshit, please. Please stop adding more bullshit.
0: It just adds even more complexity to the combat that I already don't like. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't... like Toward the end of this game, I was like, ah, these fights. Because now I'm having to fight robots trying to shoot me. I can't hit this guy because he's going to do damage to me. I have to hit this one dude while still trying to dodge all these other guys to... Lower my cooldowns because ah, it felt like this entire game was four remixes that you wanted to do, and everything else in between was busy work to get to those. Yep. and I was just like, "Come on, guys, this is like every time I got into a fight toward the later part of this game, I was just like, I don't want to do this. I, I'm gonna spam." my cool down buttons and use my special abilities to end this fight as quickly as possible. Cause I never had fun doing any of this stuff.
2: I also never once got good at, at shooting the leapers that leapt up onto the walls.
0: I never even never. tried. I never even tried. Ugh. I was just like, let them come down toward me. I'll dodge them and then start hitting them. Yeah. Because it was just it was gosh, like there's just so many mechanics in this game that like f- for a game that's technically only three buttons,
1: because you never really use the B that's, button. That's the worst part is that it's it's, it's literally just three bu- or two buttons and a dodge. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: how can how can you make this more complex? I I don't know. Like I I didn't hate this game, but I definitely didn't
1: like this game. I don't know if I liked it. Um then you go and you remake eventually make it into uh Cartier Wells um, office. office and She gives the cheesiest speech The
0: most embarrassing speech <laughs> monologue
1: i am the villain yeah
0: i'm going to own everyone and there's nothing they can do about it because i am the most powerful person in the world and evil you know and i'm just like did did the voice actor ever just stop and say hey guys can we rewrite this (laughs) You yeah, know, can we remix this this uh, script here, guys?
1: Can we go back and can we go back in your memories and stop this from being a good idea?
0: <laughs> but I was just like, "Wow, this is like it was." It, seriously, it felt like it felt like Bond villain speech times a hundred.
1: Dude, I, I zoned out. It was like this is so bad. This is the worst writing in a video game that I've played in a long time. I was kind of the opposite.
0: I was listening to every freaking word just astonished. I was like, wow, this is what? Who? Like, so far, the writing's been eh, okay. But this was, like, bad. But whatever. So, let's take her down. Let's... The whole reason why she started this company and ran it the way she did was because of a horrible car crash. So, let's go back, remix that memory.
1: They took, they took Lieutenant Dan's leg.
0: Yep, took her leg. <laughs> uh, so, we go back in time. And it's revealed... That she is in a car crash, but she's not alone. There's a little girl uh, in the car with her, named Nellin. Oh, shit. The thing is, is that in most games, when you had this reveal, you would see the main character like, oh my god, that's me. But... You don't get that till after you remix it. You've been in the remix for probably like five minutes,
1: and I'm. Just <laughs> I don't like, think. I don't think it takes. I. I, I want to say it's not supposed to be real time. I know it's supposed to be, <laughs> but instant. it's. It, you're right. It's jarring. You, you, there's also no, at no point because I mean no one's mixed race as you find out, but like it's, at no point is it kind of alluded to. Up until this very moment. So it's just this big surprise and I'm like, I suppose, like this isn't like shocking. Nothing has made me think it was going to be a thing. So like you're you're saying it and I'm just going, Yeah, okay, and
2: Because there's no twist has to be unexpected for it to be a twist. It has to be unexpected, but it also has to be like
1: Oh shit. Not Oh, okay like there again there's no point where i like saw that character and was like uh, no one doesn't make any comment on this character beforehand other than like they're in charge of the company and that company's bad like all right it just it was weird like it's a weird i i don't know well
0: nolan doesn't have her memories so
1: y- yeah but like she's remembering other stuff and it would have been it would have made more sense if she gone why does that woman seem familiar? And then, like, Edge comes over the PA or com or whatever, and he goes, uh, it's because she's the person that we were fighting against. Like, quickly brushes it under the rug or something, and then I would have been like, oh, shit, that's the reason why I brushed it under the rug.
2: Yeah, none of that. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed.
0: So, I don't get... This entire remix... I was like, why are we even remixing this? No rational person would actually think this way.
1: You mean blame their child for the car crash they A- exactly. In? Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. So at this point like they're evil, what 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 do you want me to think? I, I so know. I, can...
0: I just like what? Like who 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 would who but yeah, so basically what ends up happening is Nillen, who won't shut the hell up. Yeah, like, even I was, like, kid.
1: Me, me. Uh,
0: yeah, and it was just, like. Clearly an adult doing a kid's voice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also, so what ended up happening was, they had a car crash because Nilling kept nagging her mom while she was driving. She wasn't paying attention to the road. And uh it's her birthday. It's Nillian's birthday. And they have a present in the front seat. She's in the back. And it's a little robot toy bear looking thing, and um she wants to get that present really bad, and then she's nagging her mom, wanting the the doll, and they crash
1: it i guess severs her leg,
0: the mother's leg
1: i think it, i think yeah i think I think it yeah, I think it like crushes her leg, yeah. And it has, Tire, to be, so, has to be amputated. Okay, so she has a robot leg. And uh, Did either of you get like an achievement or whatever? Is there achievements on the Steam version? Yes, there is. Okay, did you get an achievement for getting a good ending to this remix? I, uh, maybe, I don't know. Okay, so there's a, there's a good ending to this remix where they stop at the stoplight. And that you, you awaken the toy, the toy gets in the back seat, and she says something like, um. Oh, I'd uh I'd be angry with you if you weren't if you two weren't so cute. Happy birthday, Nolan. And then you get a trophy <laughs> that says like happy ending or uh, achievement, whatever. And, and 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 it ends there. It, it ends there, but it forces you to re- remix it again. But you get you get a specific. I was oh. like, that's kind of neat, and I wish they'd done more stuff like that, where it's like, oh like here's all the ways this can end because there's a couple ways this one can end um usually stops at the red light uh or crashes but um you 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 it was interesting that they specifically gave you uh achievement for f- not getting the right ending um that they need to have the story progress but give you a trophy or achievement for getting in one that has a happy ending specifically
2: yeah it it's interesting cuz that's it's such a powerful ability in this world to be able to remix memories and they don't really necessarily give it the gravitas like that of yeah you you've just essentially changed this person's you know not history because it didn't actually happen but you've changed their entire outlook on life if if you're essentially remixing one of the defining moments of their life and in this case you are yeah. so you know i i almost wish they would go a little bit more into the impact you know what that means Maybe that maybe that's the kind of thing you'd explore more in a sequel, but uh, you know, and and to your point, Drew, like there's so few of these and they're so important. If there's not a critical reason to do it, it loses a little bit of its story impact. I mean, here it's important to the story, but it doesn't doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, so you basically have to make it to where. It's not Nylan's fault
1: that they had a car crash, even it's, though it wasn't her fault
0: to begin with. It's
1: mommy's fault for being a raging alcoholic. Clearly, yeah. um, yeah. Um, I had one where Nylan died. Yeah, in the car crash. <laughs> yeah, unbuckle
0: her seatbelt. Wait, <laughs> that comes no, back no, up. No, no, that's
1: that's that's a later one. No, it's the um. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, it was weird. Anyways, yeah. So then she's like, "Oh, no, I'm. S- it's okay. I-, I, I, still love you." Blah blah blah. You need to shut this down. We're, we're shutting it all down. I'm like that's a really weird twist. Like th- th- <laughs> that's the thing. So this character's memory is gone, but then they they have to confront the current. Like, why am I here? Yeah. If can. They- <laughs> with this like if you told her like you you didn't get in an accident and then she came out and was like then why do i have this leg yeah why am i missing my leg right like clearly that is an established rule this is where the game starts to fall apart on its logic again where it's like why just why yeah anyways going back to prison i suppose is the
0: yeah so we remix her she now has a different outlook on life she doesn't want to rule the world um
1: I don't wanna be bad anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I'm going to I'm going to be with you. I'm going to help yeah. you fight against Sensen and memorize. Okay. So now we're <laughs> going back to prison.
1: Why are we going back to prison? uh you have to stop the doctor. Because okay. he's he's now making the leapers into weapons, right? And clearly, he's a bad. He's the he's kind of the big bad, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um, he's the guy that's causing the biggest amount of issues.
0: That's right. So he's he's taking prisoners,
1: removing all their
0: memories, turning them into leapers, and now weaponizing them
1: as one does.
0: Yeah, and going through this area. Uh, man. The only thing that sticks out to me is having to follow a stupid chair around to get through doors.
1: Chair, yeah. So I'm, I figure we can skip most of the conversation here because we're going back through the prison again, everybody. Yeah, you have to watch memories and follow a chair through a door and shit. Um, but I thought the other part that stood out was the part where you are chasing um the, the prison cell as it's being dragged through the complex yeah
0: so bad requests prison yeah cell.
1: yeah
2: because i like cube it, two hypercube
1: y- y- yes um i was thinking uh more of the titanfall 2 segment where you are in the house factory um matt have you played titanfall 2 i know drew hasn't
2: uh i played through titanfall 1 i only started titanfall 2 okay
1: Titanfall 2, there's a level where you are in a factory that builds houses, and you are running through those as they are being built. And the way everything's kind of moving in this segment reminded me of that segment in Titanfall 2, which everyone should play fully through maybe later Phoenix Down episode. Just saying. Anyways, um, that was interesting as well. Um i can and then you have to do an arena fight with a bunch of leapers at the end of this because the doctor is sending them out, yeah, like you save bad requests sort of, and then i i just don't remember most of this game. it just is a blur of just mash 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 mash, dodge, broken combo, great. Yeah, um,
0: so a what, bunch of leapers. What ends up happening is, is the doctor um, is about to uh, kill he, you. Yeah, he gets the upper hand, but then, drops you in a hole. He, well, then all of a sudden, Johnny Greenface shows up. Johnny, Green tea. Uh, <laughs> and he. Throws the doctor down the hole first, and you're now stuck down there with his body. And bad Request is still laying there; he's still alive. And then Johnny comes down, and he wants to fight. Don't particularly know why.
2: Yeah, this was one of my. This is the most confused I got in this game. I'm like, oh great, he just helped us. Why? Why does he want to fight us now? And, because all he says is some nonsense, and then and you're next, or something like that. And I was like, ah, uh, oh, okay. I, I don't know why, but we're fighting now. We're
1: going to fight.
2: You're, you're
0: really quiet, Anthony. Am I? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know why. Am I better now?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. A little bit. A little bit.
1: Um... It ain't, it ain't Skype if there isn't technical difficulties, everybody. True. Um.
0: It just sounds like you're far away from your microphone.
1: I'm sitting right here.
2: Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> right where? I can't see you.
1: Um. How am I now? Same. <laughs> now? No. God damn it. All right, well, this is just how it's going to be. Okay. I can't get any closer to my mic until I'm, like, breathing into it. Anyways. Um, I called it early on that he was with us. Because when you first get back into the prison, you see this kind of, like, glitchy mess. Glitch. like yeah. It looks like a ghost walking through. But it's just these glitchy parts. And I was like, that's interesting. And then when you walk up into a door, there's a point where it is, like, a a camera that's pointing at you, and it says, um, uh, Dr. Green. And I'm like, okay, I know what's going on now. Like, clearly, he, he, Dr. Green is John Granty. Um, because, like, I was like, oh, that's right, he looked like a doctor, and then he turned back into the monster when he first approached him, so, um, I thought that was neat. I thought that he was kind of interesting because he was a smarter leaper. Um, it didn't make any sense for him to fight, but he's also yeah, supposed to be crazy still. Um, then we escape, or, or we fight him, and then Bad Request saves us at the last moment. Um, we wipe Green Teeth's memory after he kills Bad Request, and then we escape in the coffin again. Um... I don't know if I can remember where we go next, to be honest with you.
0: So that was the end of chapter six. Chapter seven is now uh, confronting. Oh, we have to go to the conception cube. Yeah, the conception cube. We have to go to the, when... the center of Memorize
1: destroy it. And then when we get there, we run into the uh, security guard guy. And he's. he's, he's I, I do like the fact that it came back. That his memory is now messed up because yes. she's pulled too much out or whatever, and so he's sort of becoming leaperish. And so he's running away. We're fighting a bunch of guards. We go through um, that segment, which it like it's again it's just a blur. Um, and then we
2: yeah, I, there was just... a whole aesthetic. I, I think this whole this whole section I definitely. Uh, you know, everything's, like, chaotic. Everything's, like, broken. You know? Yeah. There's, there's garbage in the hallways, right? That, that was the section.
1: Yeah, and, like, fires and stuff. And yeah, the, the, the leapers robots. are going
2: crazy. Yeah, yeah. Breaking through, like, a mall and yeah. stuff.
0: Anyway.
2: Yeah. At, at one point, I was like, ooh, future Resident Evil.
0: Yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, there, um, there I was is... thinking it reminds me
2: of Project
1: Eden, a lot, which is a very like a game that only Ken knows, and he doesn't like it. I think <laughs> um, I, it was a I, PS2 game. I remember Sorry? that
0: game.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, it, it was a PS2 game, and like that game has you going through like dilapidated malls and stuff, and it's clearly like a futuristic mall. It, it, was, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I really liked Project Eden through this point, and I was like that game played a lot better. <laughs> Wasn't a <laughs> shitty brawler. Um, didn't look as nice though. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, like there was some neat stuff like going through the stores. I, I I don't know if I mentioned this before. I do like how all the signs and stuff like uh, are like
2: holograms. Yeah, that was a neat aesthetic. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, it's a pretty dense world too. Like for, for the parts that you can actually interact with, there's a lot going on. Like inside the buildings and. Then- holograms on top of the buildings and you know garbage piled up outside the buildings it's just it's dense
1: yeah this game is like a game like i want to explore this world more and definitely not in this way yeah (laughs) you know i i was really disappointed with that like i was like through parts of it i was like i really wish i could just break into this store and see what's there like it yeah yeah the way I would have done this game in hindsight, like and not being game dev so fucking you know, grains of salt and all that. Um is I would have had this game in a semi open world setup where you would play through chapters and the open world would change throughout. Um so like, you know, yeah, you'd play in a fairly open world slum area at first and then you'd play in a semi-open world, uh, the St. Michelle district, and then you'd go back to the slum area after it's changed. And then the same back with the, like you would go through, but it would be open world in the, in the levels instead of just being very linear. Cause that's what kills this game. Most of all is that you can't even avoid combat because it's all just, you know, these linear corridors that you have to run down. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind games that are linear, but the issue is, is that the combat in this game that they force you into is so mediocre. It's like, I forgive I forgive a mediocre first-person shooter, because I'll get the concept if I've played another shooter, but this game is a mediocre brawler with a unique play style, in theory, um, when I'd rather have them done something um, like more like Devil May Cry or, you know... Something like that. Even, even looking at like how uh, Yakuza plays, it's just it's something should have changed here. Um, and this segment really kind of brought that together finally. Of like, oh, I really wish this was just something else. Like, if I want to play this type of game and have a linear brawler that's in a dystopian future and through these like sort of futuristic cities, I have that with Mirror's Edge. And that's a better game. So, it's just, it's odd. It, it was like an odd thought where I was like, I really wish I could just explore, like, Fallout or something in this. Yeah.
0: The, uh, the only standout I remember from this chapter, as far as fights go, was um, while you're chasing the um, Trace. Trace. is his name. Um he gets all of his memories wiped from. Two leapers that to look.
1: Johnny Green Two <laughs> Johnny Green Teeth. Yeah. Wow. Getting a lot out of that. Bald. No, no. He's a different color. Okay, thank you, Final Fantasy Logic. Yeah. <laughs> uh... He's not the same. He's different.
0: Yeah, and we have to fight two of them at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah. Fuck this. And they're invisible, so you have to make them. That was the here. thing with Johnny Green Teeth. You have to you ha- you had to charge up the
2: the um, OS, Sensen Dust,
1: Sensen, Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just so annoying. You only have so much time to hit him. You maybe get like halfway through, like the two, like you get like through the five hit combo once, and then like maybe half a time, and then it's over.
0: Here was my strategy: I would save up two bars of focus. Stun him, and then go into rage mode.
2: Yep. And the only other bonus I got, uh, you know, I felt pretty good when, when he would have, what was it, a triangle instead of an exclamation mark, and you could tell that he was going to be visible for longer, so you could get an extra hit or two there.
0: Yeah. So, but we get his memories, and we have to then solve two more puzzles.
1: Oops. Riddle me this.
0: Which wasn't very difficult. Yeah. Um, also.
2: Yeah, they weren't very hard,
0: but when I was the, moving, the fact that
2: I got them without looking it up, I felt. <coughs> yeah, I,
0: I, yeah, I didn't. Happy. Yeah, I didn't have to look anything up. Um, I do want to mention, I could be wrong. You can go back and listen, look at a YouTube video when you moved the letters. When they locked in place, the sound that it played sounds exactly like a proton pack charging up. Huh. I swear I think it's the exact same sound. Because I know exactly what that sound sounds like. And I was like, that sounds a lot like Ghostbusters.
2: So is this an homage, like the Wilhelm scream? Or just like carrying it around?
0: Maybe. I don't know. They use the Geiger meters in They Live. I'm just saying. Hm. Legit, dude. Go back and watch they live. The aliens are walking around with Geiger Meters from Ghostbusters. <laughs> but uh anyway. Uh after that we make it to the the core. And uh here is where we find uh dearest dad.
1: I like how you walk into a... a You're walking down that corridor and you have one last fight with some leapers and, and robots and shit just to ruin your day. You're like, Ah, oh, finally, I'm fucking... Ah, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. And you beat the shit out of them and then you walk into what looks like the sun.
0: Yeah. It's Glory uh,
1: be to the sun cube.
0: It look, You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Mass Effect 2, the elusive man... Where he's always sitting in front of that sun. That's kind of what it reminded me of. But uh, yeah, and this gigantic hallway. I don't even where where is this place because it's like a, I mean you could fall to your death here. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, dearest dad is sitting in his chair, going over all the memories that he has stolen from Nilan. All her childhood memories. Yeah, that's not weird. And Edge is getting
1: really antsy at this point. You need to get in there and dig around and take them back. Yeah. Erase them, you son of a bitch. Yeah,
0: he's he's getting really, like, this is it. Do it, do it, do it.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. Take it. Take it, take it, take it. Take it. Like the friggin' Emperor... (laughs) I was thinking Sonic from uh, The Simpsons, the episode where Bart steals the game. <laughs> take it. Take it, take it, take it. Take
0: it! <laughs> so uh, so begins Chapter 8, or Episode 8. Um, And Episode 8 is the shortest episode, and yeah, it's basically one thing. I will say thing.
1: this is... Sorry?
0: It's just one thing, basically.
1: Yeah. I I will yeah. say this. This is where the game got more weird and when I started to like it the most?
0: <laughs> this game uh, went you, places that I didn't think it would.
1: So I... This game, uh, I know you have not played Near Automata. Automata. Whatever. I don't know, I give a shit how it's pronounced. So I, guess. <laughs> I only read the fucking thing. I can't pronounce it right. Whatever. Um, neither of you have played that, right?
0: I have not. I've played Nier... Matt and I both have. I know. He's not played yeah. Automata. Okay.
1: I'm about
2: halfway through Automata.
1: Okay, so Matt, have you gotten to the part where you are in the the uh, the one of the two androids has made that weird white city? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would remember. Probably not. You were, okay? So there's a point in that, not really a spoiler, where it's just this this city that is purely white and like Cuba based. And, like, the room that you are in, where Nilan's father is sitting there, um, like Johnny Mnemonic, and taking it all in, <laughs> um, I, sorry, the, um, the where you're dropping down, um, it kind of reminded me of that, because everything's grey, and, and very drab, and, and monotone, and so, I was like, okay, this is kind of neat because you have to actually like sort of work your way down, which is interesting. Because how does anybody get in and out of this without doing that? Is beyond me.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's how the father weaves. By the way, if he's been, if he's locked himself away, what does he eat? Just you know, again, questions. Um, yeah, so we steal his memory. Uh, remix memory I should say
0: Yep And it is a memory of uh, When Nilan was a little girl uh, Shortly after the Car All crash right. And He is wanting to Make his little girl Feel better He has already came maybe, up Maybe
1: tell maybe, here's, a, here's an easy way where you don't have to Remix memory Mommy's a bitch yeah. She shouldn't have blamed you for that accident. Mommy should be a better driver. Yeah. That's exactly how you do this. This is the most roundabout way, for fuck's sakes.
0: So, uh, the the difference is, is that you can't remix this, because it's basically, it's just one thing. You can corrupt the memory that he is pulling out of Nilan. So, we Inception this whole
1: thing. Time to remix and remix! We remix a remix, go
2: into
0: like, the I, memory.
1: <laughs> can I just say the visuals of remixing a remix is one of my favorite things ever? Where he's just got this hand outstretched, and he's a gigantic god in his look.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's pulling out this memory. We go into the memory that he is pulling out, inside of a memory... <laughs> <laughs> and we uh-huh. remix the car crash again, and we remix it for <laughs> one reason—to make sure Nillan dies in the car crash. We
1: shoot, her, we shoot her out like a fucking bullet. This is where you where you do the seatbelt, and then you <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. You have to do some stuff differently than what you did the first time, which which is a gameplay idea is so smart. It's not handled the best here. I'm sure there's a better way to do it. But going over a puzzle you already solved and having to undo it where you can't just undo it the way it was done originally, right? Like, you have just remixed... When you remixed Scylla's memory, you had to do the same events that your father did to you. However, now you have to solve it for a different outcome. I think that's ingenious. I think they did a good job here, and this is yeah. i i this is where I messaged you and said they go full life is strange here, yeah, which they would revisit this concept to some extent, um not so much the solving a puzzle uh to get a different outcome, but the uh remix of a remix almost basically um,
0: changing. So, in this game, you just change somebody's memories. In Life is Strange, you straight up change the freaking future. <laughs> yeah, you go back to the past and mess it, stuff up.
1: And yeah, yeah. So, i i was uh, I was impressed by this, and I liked that he responds when he comes out. He see he's crying or whatever, and then you walk, and then uh, Nolan walks out, and and he sees Nolan, and he he knows. Like, he doesn't go, but you're supposed to be dead. He's, like, instantly, when he sees her glove, he's like, you remixed her remix. Like, that's ingenious. And I was like, okay, good. Like, that's ex- he should know he, that. He's
2: not an idiot. Like, he's smart, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and then randomly, Scylla shows up.
0: <laughs> How does she get there? Does she, does and, she jump?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she climbed down with her bionic leg.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I have to say this. it would
1: have been great if she had to. Twi- she twisted her ankle on the way down, and she blamed Nillin for it. <laughs> nope.
0: World trying. takeovers back on.
1: They're like, they're like
2: shattered because she took them all.
0: <laughs> so
1: uh.
0: I, I have to bring this up because it's it's, it's a very <laughs> random thing. There is a game on Steam uh, called uh, it's called Before the Echo. It's what it's called now. They had to change the name of it. It was originally called Sequence?
1: I think it was called... Is it, is it Before the Echo or is it just Echo? It's called Before the Echo. Oh, this is not the... Yes, okay. okay.
0: I know the game. So no. in that game, you can boost your next attack. with a spe- So you have an ability called like something boost. And there's an achievement. And they did this... They did it... Like, when it happened, I was like, yes, because they did it so smart. When you boost a boost, the achievement's called Yo, Dog, We Heard You Like Boosts. (laughs) (laughs) And because, you know, the the meme of exhibit from Pimp Your Ride. Okay, maybe not. Anyway, so. Yep. um, And what it is. So, like, you know, on Steam, the Steam achievements, they have a little picture of whatever the achievement is. When the achievement popped up it said, yo, dog, we heard you like boosts. It is literally a picture of the Steam app. <laughs> so you have a, a, you have your Steam app open and then there's another picture of a Steam app. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is so intelligent. I never would have thought of that. Anyway, that's what this reminded me of, remixing a remix. This is getting no response, and I feel like I'm an idiot.
2: Yeah, I, I no, no, had yeah. just never heard of that that game. I'm and, looking
1: uh, up the achievement now, Drew. You can't you can't just tell me that and may have me not look up. I'm now curious and want to look it up. Anyways, um, we. Yeah, I, I uh, guess guess, oh my god! Offshoot <laughs> question: Is it worth playing? <laughs> okay, that is a great. It's 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 not to describe the picture. It is a picture of a Steam library. Yeah, of of you looking at this game and it's achievements Well I'm pretty sure what is, it's very small, but I'm pretty sure it's the same achievement. <laughs> it is. It's the, it's, it's the achievement of the achievement. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, now we're going to go through the section to get to the, the cube, the inner cube.
0: Yeah. So uh-huh. after, after we if, remix the father mother shows up and says, okay, we're going to do this together. We're
1: going to stop. Stop my eyes. Right. on the loan. <laughs> and then he's like, here's a thing for you. And you're like, all right. And then you go on, go down an elevator, and then you're watching your old memories go. Oh, right. He gives you back the memories. So he's wa- you're watching your old memories go through because you had found your way through at one point to the central server. And... We should note that, like, Edge has been calling you sister for a while. And then you go through all the servers that are moving around because, of course, it is. And Edge is like, this is me! I'm the person! It's like, you created me! Like, all right. He's, like, the... He is part of what's the, what's it called? Um, H3O. Ugh. I have a feeling H3O is a carryover from when this game had you riding around on jet skis wow. to navigate the coastal city. There you go. I don't know. I'm just giving – because otherwise the name doesn't make sense to me. Because what, what does this have to do with hydrogen-3 oxygen,
2: right? Like that's... Yeah, I, I did I did wonder that. There's not really any explanation at all for why it's called H3O that I, that I heard.
1: But – H3O and um, Edge are the same. And Edge and H3O are a, well, it's an AI that has been built off of everybody's bad memories that are stored there. Yeah. And all it wants is to not exist anymore, which is interesting. Uh, commentary on bad memories and what would happen if you could just dispose of them, you know Also, it's got basically suicidal thoughts um, and like Nillin unwillingly made it with her bad memories because she was the first person uploaded um, right when they took her bad memories out they had to put it somewhere, so where they put it ended up becoming self-aware. So her bad memories are its first bad memories. Right. Uh, Interesting concept. Uh, For some reason, you sit down in a chair to get that started. (laughs) Which happened in the past and now happens in the future. Um, So we sit down in the chair. And what I liked is Edge starts talking to you and it's like... uh, like, I, you are going to kill me, and I'm going to fight ha, fight back. Like, it's really <laughs> weird. And then what r- you realize when you go inside, this gigantic, this weird digital space thing. And there's a gigantic, weird person, monster. And Yeah. H3O starts talking to me, and is like, no, Edge is part of me. Like, but Ike, you I hate this existence. You're going but I'm so angry and shit that I'm still going to fight and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. But okay. Um this is where I said this game got very near like Drew. Okay. Because like the visuals and the way you fight this boss reminds me of something near would do. Yeah. Because it's so kind of different from everything else it's done
0: yeah everything's kind of grounded in reality in this game, except for this yeah so yeah we have to, I don't know like you you never actually fight the big giant person you have to fight the bad memories, and there's a three stage three phase boss fight. Where a bunch of enemies are running around. You have to fight. You have to attack these blocks. The blocks can only be attacked in certain ways. In each phase. First phase you can use the rage ability to hit it. Uh, And then you have to then jump on boxes. And get to his heart. And attack his heart. You do this three freaking times. I was like surely they could change up the animation or something right? No. No. Yeah.
1: Time for some weird arbitrary combat. Okay, we smack him three times and he's saying some stuff and and did you look at any of the motifs that were happening when like you were fighting on the platforms because you you go through the three different sort of areas. Right. Um the first one I don't remember, the second one I believe is like a war. Because there's a missile in the air kind of floating. And the third one's the car crash. Yeah. And I was like, this is way too smart for this game. Like, I hate to be like that, but it's <laughs> like, it, it was so weird. I'm like, this is this is how you should have been exploring this concept the whole time. Where it's like, m- memories and like are neat and stuff, but like as, as I watched the um the entire history of you from Black Mirror, like they say like, well, memories are not perfect. Like, that's the reason why they have the um the grain in that episode is that it records everything perfectly so you can revisit it. Yeah. And that's of course the issue of the the plot. Um Uh, but, um, it, 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 that's not made to be true in this by like, you know, it's just someone's memory. Like they never say like, this records your memory. Perfect. Like this is, or uh, this is, this records life as it happens. It's like, no, this is your memory that we are accessing.
2: Well, yeah, I, I assumed that's why when you were in the memories, it's only like a tiny space around you like you don't you like when you're in the car crash it's just a car and a tiny bit of road it's it's not like the whole like landscape and the countryside and all that
1: yeah and, and that and that makes sense i, I and but like it, i wish they had explored more of that like surrealness of memories that makes sense because like in this final battle the the fact that that car crash is there but it's sort of vague and not not fully descript you know yeah like that's interesting to me um but yeah like this is there's not much to say about the final battle you do that three times he says some stuff um and then you karate kick your way into the air and you dive bomb into him and he dies and she says sorry or whatever and
0: he releases all the memories back to the people
1: Viva Revolucion.
0: And then she says that she learned the lesson that taking away bad memories isn't part of life. Life has good and bad memories, and we need to learn to deal with them. I'm talking to you, Mom. She didn't actually say that. But I'm just thinking, you know, you know, you maybe don't blame me for a car crash.
1: Yeah, this...
0: This game is about bad parenting. And then <laughs> Yeah. And then she, she climbs out and says that there's now a new world to be built.
1: The old world before this nonsense. Cool.
0: Yep. And uh says that Edge was my friend and I will remember you soon. The end. I don't know.
1: I took this game out and went, "All right, I'm done with this," and put it in a box to bring to like a, a local shop to see if I can get like even a dollar for it. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it was okay. That's a, that's just it. Like this game is just that. Eh. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like it's just like it's fine.
0: How about you, Matt?
2: Yeah, um, I'm fairly torn on it. I think it averages out to being just fine for me. But I, I do think that I, I felt a lot of things while playing it. It wasn't fine because it's bland to me. It's fine because it never achieves what I wanted it to achieve. You know, yeah. I, I, It's a gorgeous game. It's got good ideas, I think. You know, it's a it's an interesting world. Her ability is interesting. You know, there's so much about this game really grabbed me, and I really liked. And then that that all just kind of slumps down into mediocrity because it never elevates and really, really like either thematically or the combat or you know, even even something like the platforming. It it it. it there's literally almost no point to it it doesn't it doesn't get more interesting it doesn't get more fun it doesn't change at all from the first level really until the last so really the only positive i took about out of all the platforming is hey i I get a little bit zoomed out view and i get to see some more of the city it's the only reason i like the platforming part so i don't know i i'm i'm fairly torn on this game i did like the game i don't know that i have had fun playing it though. Yeah, I wish. I wish that I could read novels set in this world. I, I wish this game had a sequel, and they really they dove more into the repercussions of fucking with people's memories. You know, th- there's a lot about this game I liked, uh, other than playing it. <laughs> <laughs> and and th- that sounds awful. <laughs> No, it's but not. you're right. It's kind of, it averages out to mediocrity for me. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean that's how I'm getting there too, because it's like the 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 concepts were interesting, um, the the memory uh, remixing was neat, um, but I just yeah, there's certain parts of it where I was like, I don't fucking know what they're thinking here. You're like, why am I why why is this enemy invisible? Boy, like who, yeah. who thought this was a good idea? Like
2: uh... I thought, thought the story was interesting. How there's like basically not really any relevant to just like following around this disembodied voice, and then all of a sudden, bam! You're related to every single character. Yeah, and it, and I was just like, what? I don't know. I don't feel like that level of reveal was earned in this game. You know, just talking about it. You know, from a how much do I care about these characters' perspective. You know, and, and you know, it, do I feel like she's got a good arc and a redemptive arc? And you know, like what about I don't know, what, what about Olga? Like so many of the side characters, I didn't love in this game. Olga, or like
1: Olga, apparently still thinks her husband's dead.
2: Yeah, that's, like shouldn't what like, the fuck stop <laughs> people's lives in this game? And there's like that—that's one of the the most egregious sins is that. It's such an interesting and powerful ability in this world, you know. And now, now this person works alongside you, and they're making not—maybe uh, you wouldn't call it a joke, but he's like, "Oh should have recruited Olga earlier." And I'm like, "You mean ruined her life? Changed her life? Like, you're just like talking to her. She's just part of the team now, but she's like not living her own life anymore. And that's like a really strange concept, you know. You're you're blatant." and flat-out lying to this person every moment that you talk to them, but I'm playing as you in the resistance, so I guess I assume that I'm a good guy, and that what we've done to her is okay because she's not part of the cause, but, you know, that's fucked up.
1: I... Okay, this is how I... What you just said is how I feel about Watchdogs too. 2. I'm like, yeah, we, we we just don't get punished at all, huh? And then it's like at one point a character dies, and I go, "Okay, we're right back at it." Like shortly after, so that that clearly has not changed the like like anything. Like, uh, uh, I don't like. You're right. It's not something I even thought about. But yeah, like you, you just you don't. There is no downside
2: to being a piece of shit.
0: So. I want yeah, to bring so up all yeah, I, I don't know.
2: It's just, it's a really complicated game for me.
0: Yeah. I I I don't know. I just, you know, my philosophy. If it doesn't play well, I don't like it that much.
2: Yeah. I don't. Hate, I, I did I don't enjoy the combat more in the end, but. Yeah. Yeah. It never got there for me.
0: Um, so we got a couple of emails. First one comes in from Dustin. Says, remember me? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> uh, hidden gem, more like hidden disappointment. Remember me ended up being completely different than what I expected. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but in this case it was. The second half went a lot smoother than the first half since you didn't have to deal with those damn invisible enemies that can only be hit when okay. visible. Yep. The hardest fight in the entire game was on a rooftop with the light that comes in and out with leapers on the wall, a bunch of invisible assholes, then a big leaper. Second half had the guards that when you hit them, they would damage you, but even on hard if you just uh, use the three hit combo and put health, then a chain, you would heal more than they damaged, making uh, them a lot more manageable than the invisible assholes. Uh, The chase sequence in episode 5 was bad. The section where you're climbing the shutters and have to pause to let the helicopter shoot before you moved on. I died multiple times because Nilin would move into the bullets even when I didn't press anything. Uh, They have you do a lot of stuff that they don't really flesh out unless you read the collectibles and even then I wasn't a big fan of the world's lore. Uh, When you're remixing your dad and you have to and you have the crash kill you as a kid, why would it kill you in his memory as well? It doesn't make sense. Also, we called it that Edge was the end boss, but I liked the little twist where he was uh, the database, where he was the database, but if he wanted to die, why the boss fight? Why is he even attacking us? (laughs) Also, he says shit during the fight that was kind of absurd. I wish I wrote it down since I don't recall a quote but I think one was trying to shame her for remixing her mother. Does that sound familiar? I can't remember, and I probably won't remember this game after I delete it. Anyway, I'm glad we played it. I just wish I had a lot more memory remixes since that was the star of the game. How many were there in all? Four? What a disappointment. Yeah. Were
2: yeah, I, I think along those lines, I the, the one sad thing. Giving grace is that I didn't have a lot of expectations for this game, so like it, this would have been a totally different scenario if I had been really excited to play this game. Uh, I, I wanted to certainly, but I, I I wasn't like amped for it. I wasn't watching the trailers, imagining how great this game could be. To be let down by playing it, you know, I I went in fairly blind, and and so you know there were some ups and there were some downs, and in the end and Again, just kind of okay, averaged out to okay. I feel the,
0: yeah. Well, go ahead, Anthony.
1: Okay, the only thing that I can say from that, like, because I agreed with everything you said, uh, the uh, everything uh, Dustin wrote, and um, the only thing is, is that the the game the game stops you from killing someone in the memories because they can't have that character like die it is it's not that it's impossible i, I never took it or I, at least I never took it that way it was that if you kill them in the memories they are now dead is that's their memory
0: well I think it was or brain
1: dead or something like like wait,
0: it's when you're remixing like he was talking about when you're remixing the dad's memory of him remembering nil
1: and die but so so you you the, <laughs> The thing is is that you have to make it seem like it is his fault for Nealon's death. So you are remixing the the time he remixed her memory. Because it's the first time anyone's remixing a memory, he accidentally kills her in the memory, and then she's dead outside of it. Which is also a memory. Jesus. Again, this game has a lot of things it needed to make more clear and it would have been done better had i not had to like you would have had the time for that if you scooped out all the bad combat yeah so that's how i took it maybe maybe i'm wrong it's just like it, that's kind of how i presented it when i accidentally killed olga the first time it's like you can't be dead in your memory otherwise you'd be dead <laughs> it's it, it, okay. it, it i always go back to this because
0: i have i, I think i've brought it up before but It's like the major plot hole in my favorite trilogy of all time, Back to the Future. There's a massive plot hole in Back to the Future. I know it, and I ignore it. At the beginning of Back to the Future Part Two, Doc takes Jennifer and Marty to 2015 to change something that's going to happen. What should have happened when they got to 2015... Instead of bumping into their older selves. They should have ran into a bunch of people saying. Marty McFly. That dude disappeared in 1985. And nobody's seen him since. You change. Things in the future. By changing it in the past guys. I get it. It's a movie. It's still one of my favorite. Movies of all time. But that's a major plot hole.
2: Is it, or is it just an unexplained time travel? You know, there's so many different ways to do time travel. They, but,
0: but here's the thing. They contradict Under the logic
2: of... Uh, 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 based on the logic of the
0: first movie, that, like, that shouldn't happen. Also based on the logic later on in Part 2. Remember, Biff steals the almanac. Then he goes back to the future, and now he's a rich guy who rules, you know, Hill Valley. And then Marty says specifically, well, let's just go back to the future and stop Biff from stealing the almanac from me. He says, you can't because he's already changed the past. You're going to go to the future from this present. So they automatically defeat their own logic in the exact same movie. Anyway. All
2: right, got another email?
0: We do have another email. Sorry, I, I had to go on a tangent there. <laughs> uh, because it, it still bothers me. I like me a I, good
2: time travel tangent, that's for sure.
0: Well, I, I I love Back to the Future. Like it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and and like I love the entire trilogy. But that is a major flaw. But I always ignore it because I love Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, the next email comes in from Chad. Uh, says, okay, let's get one thing straight. Viggo Mortensen was not in Dracula. <laughs> however this is kind of relevant to remember me uh in my fragile memory i had a vision in my head that vigo played the texan that helped kill dracula i looked it up and that character doesn't look anything like vigo in my mind i vividly remember seeing him in a cowboy hat with a bowie knife i am assuming i just transposed his role from either young guns 2 or hidalgo oh well sorry for the confusion See how easy it is? Say how easy it is very... Ooh, see how easy it is very memories to be skewed and manipulated. Kind of reminds me of that memory that everyone has of Sinbad playing a genie in some movie from the 80s that doesn't exist. Uh, the Mandela effect.
2: Yeah, it used to exist.
0: It used to exist, but everybody's blinked it out of existence. So, I like looking at conspiracy theory stuff. I know, Anthony, you, you kind of do too. <laughs> Uh, there is one that I saw one time. It's called the 2006 volleyball incident. And it's basically a Mandela effect uh conspiracy theory. Look that up because oh, it's okay. insane.
1: The Plate Canyon very High School hostage crisis? Is that what you're talking about?
0: This is so apparently in 2006 at multiple different places in uh the Midwest uh, there was a high school turn- a volleyball tournament happening, and either a bomb or a school shooting happened and Everybody remembers it happening at their high school or a high school that they knew, but it never actually happened, yeah, it was a shooting that happened yeah and okay. and but that but if you look it up it doesn't exist, but there are multiple accounts of people saying, "I remember this happening
2: <laughs> That's fascinating. <laughs>
0: Ah, man. Anyway, back to the email. Uh, As for the game, it does get a little better, especially for the combat. However, it is ultimately ultimately just a slightly above average game. Considering it is seven years old, I wouldn't necessarily consider average for that time period. But it's also not good. I would probably put it in the 6.5 range. Given all criticisms, I still didn't mind playing through it. So, no surprise at the end. I think we were all expecting Edge to essentially be the bad guy. I wasn't very clear on this point, but my assumption is that H3O is the dumping ground database for bad memories. Uh, The machine goes nuts and creates a sentient partition, which is Edge, for the purpose of seeking termination. Basically, its protocols prevent its own self-termination. Therefore, it seeks Nilin to use her connections with her mother and father to access the mainframe. This comes off as a overly convoluted and unnecessary, in my opinion. However, there is one piece of dialogue I actually like at the very end. Edge says, you must kill me or I will confront and kill you. Afterwards, Nillen says, I'm afraid, in which Edge responds with, as am I. I don't want to make more out of this moment than what it is, but it is interesting how this dialogue characterized that Edge had become sentient. This artificial being is capable of feeling and begging for it uh, but to begging for it to be put out of its misery. Uh, it is manufactured in monstrosity like Frankenstein. That's right, I'm invoking Dracula and Frankenstein in the same email. <laughs> Although this is slightly interesting, it does create a bit of a conundrum. At no point did I have the impression this machine was created to have artificial intelligence, let alone be sentient so how in the hell did that happen either way it seems like something that was over that was shoehorned to make the story compelling and it fails I ultimately agree with Anthony that this seems like the prototype of what was to come later from Don't Nod all in all I'm still all in all uh, it still wasn't a bad first attempt for that studio but I'm not sure it's worthy of it's hidden gem status Regardless of all of its blemishes, I honestly still enjoyed my time with it. Ironically, "Remember Me" is a title that I will probably forget in a very short order. Until next time, Chad. Yeah, I agree with most of that. Yes, yep. pretty much all of that. I, I, I didn't, I didn't mind my time with it. Were there some annoying moments? Absolutely, but eh, it was okay. I, I, I will, I forget about it. Sure. One day, ten years from now, somebody will say, you remember that game, remember me? I'm like, oh yeah, I played that. I played that for Phoenix Down. I thought it was okay. That's going to be the
1: whole conversation. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Just to bring up the next game we're playing, because I have to leave soon, uh, Call of Cthulhu. Um, it is on sale right now um, on PlayStation's uh, store for... Uh, I'm It's 14 bucks in Canada, so I'm assuming it's less in hmm. the States. There you go. So, yeah, that's our next game. Call of Cthulhu. So, From so Focus Home Interactive. Exactly. The 2018 game, just to make
2: sure yeah, everybody not, understands. Not the, not the Dark Corners of the Earth or whatever the older one is.
1: No, that's the
0: PlayStation 2 game, an Xbox game. Not, not the point-and-click
2: adventures.
0: No. No. No, none of that. Not the tabletop game either. No. While we're at it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So not this, the novel.
2: We're not reading any books.
0: No, we're not reading any books. Uh, but, uh Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing that next, uh, so if if you want to play along with us, looks like it's around 10 to 15 bucks. so jump on it, because I did play this game. I reviewed this game. It's good. I promise you. It is nothing that you expected, because I expected a first-person shooter horror game, and it is not that. It is something refreshing in my mind. So let's definitely get some people out there playing along with us. Because who doesn't like the old gods? Apparently I'm the only one. Uh,
2: okay, well... Not, not a rhetorical. We... Oh, okay. Okay, no. Yeah, that's what I, fi- I figured. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's...
1: I, but
0: I let's figured <laughs> it was let's, uh Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, if you would like to send an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Drew Leachman. Matt is at REMGS and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's keep this ball rolling. Uh, we're doing pretty good. We're getting these shorter games and we're, we're knocking them out. It's a very big difference from The Witcher, uh, which I'm good with because it feels good to finally finish a game and be done with it. Yep. But we're going to get out of here. Uh, until next time, I am Drew.
2: And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony.
0: And we're out. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the beginning of Call of Cthulhu.
1: Remember us soon.